Hello, listener. Feel free to skip this episode if at any point you feel uncomfortable with these topics. No hard feelings. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Share Club Pod, guys. Uh, For today's episode, Gio is not here to join us, unfortunately. But instead of having uh, Gio, which we will miss, I have two guests with me that you guys have heard me talk about like all the time. My two best friends, uh, Grecia and Yovanka, are here to join us to talk about the book called Pachinko that they both chose. Um, But if this is your first time listening, uh, just to remind you, this is Cheer Clip Pod, where we talk about... (laughs) Don't worry about that. (laughs) Sorry, I just heard that. just as long as you don't put any music or anything, entonces ahí sí ya no van a chingar la madre. Sorry. Uh, it's because I heard like a computer noise. Es mi computadora que it's dying. Get your charger. Okay, bueno. And just go back. <laughs> to go back. Um, for those of you that this is your first time listening to an episode like this, um, Share Clip Pod, we talk about movies, um, movies, TV series, uh, music, and anything that's lit. So literature, books, anything, manga most of the time, graphic novels. Um, And uh, this week, uh, we're going to talk about a book because it's, I think this should be in the third week of March. Hopefully, this is going to get released (laughs) because we always record ahead of time. Um, And what else? So before we start talking about Pachinko, um, let's have our guests introduce themselves. I don't know, Grecia, Yovanka, who wants to go first? Okay. I knew it. <laughs> okay. Yo, oh, yeah. By the way, also for everybody that's listening, just letting you know, I'm going to be code switching. Así que I'm really, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry that I'm going to speak Spanish and English while while having this conversation. But just letting you know in case you're like, what? That's Take out way. your Google Translate, mijos. <laughs> <laughs> so, so go, 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 Jovanka. Damn it. <laughs> Hi, um, I'm Jovanka. I'm 24 years old. I'm somewhere oh, yeah. by the way, right now. Also, one thing, sorry to interrupt you. No les digas donde estamos ni nada. Like, we, all, we tried not to say. I don't anything. even know where I am. I'm just. That's a, that's a very, very understanding. I'm just, I'm just chilling, you know, just found a random spot. Um, yeah, so I'm 24 years old. I, I'm currently amid something. That's how I always like to describe myself. Um, and yeah, I, I don't do much. I just do little med things every day. And that's all I do. Hobbies, just, you know, a little bit of exercise. Right now, a little bit of reading. Not much. Okay. Grecia. Uh, hi, my name is Grecia. Um, also 24 years old, and um, I am. I, I work. That's all I do. Literally, I don't do anything else. Uh, <laughs> hobbies. I guess I listen to a lot of music and watch a lot of YouTube and TikTok. That's been my life lately. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Bye. So, but how you been? Like, what? Tell me a little more about what's going oh. on in your life. 
It's good. I mean, I know, I know, but the people listening don't. So she travels a lot. I should. She has traveled a lot recently. Yeah, and it's going to keep happening, which I'm nervous about, but it's fine. He's um, an army. I, I am an army, BTS. Yes. <laughs> I have a lot of BTS things related in my bed, in my room. Um, I can talk about this all day, so don't get me started on it. <laughs> Como has estado? Like, what, what's your last, your, this week been like so far? Um, I actually been stressed because work is very stressful. But I try to not, I try to literally just leave at five, like everyone else, and just leave it at work and then come back and sleep a lot. Which I only do when I'm I'm sorry, you're somewhat of an event planner. Oh, yeah. Um, so for the area where I'm at, I, I like create events for the community. And um, what community? Most- LGBTQ community. <laughs> I work uh, for the LGBTQ community, and we're doing a lot right now. They know we're like geographically in general, right? Mm. Sí, okay. o sea, saben. I mean, I mean, I hope none of our listeners are trying to like look for mm. us and shit. But okay, well, anyway. <laughs> Pero, I like, yeah, just like the U.S. or. Am I? Outside the Am US, I? Outside the US is fine. Uh, well, we're doing a lot right now with like all the laws that are going into effect or opinions going into effect. So that's very, it's been stressful about that this week. Um, and I have an event tomorrow. So that's going to be fun. I have to wake Ooh. up at like 6 a.m. Um, but I do enjoy it um, sometimes. Most of the time I do. When it comes to the events, not the planning. The planning is very stressful. But I like it. It's good. Um, I've been working for a year um, in this particular job. And it's fun. We'll see how long it lasts. Yes. <laughs> okay. Tú, Yovanka, how's your week been? That's Como a si no supiera, but go for it. <laughs> um, so I just um approved i guess that's the word my past i don't i don't know i mean i just got got certified i'm sorry you got certified well i mean i can get like uh what is it yeah i can start trying to get my whatever paper that says that i'm a doctor now a long process but um so it seems so it seems by paper i'm a doctor yes so for those of you i mean i've talked about Joanka before here so officially my friend on paper i mean i always thought she was a doctor Por eso siempre I would go to her for my medical concerns. <laughs> we had so oh. many memes about that. Este, um, but she officially on paper uh, is uh, certified as a medical doctor. So it's so cool. And we're so proud of her. Uh, and I hope she gets to party tonight. Yay. Or every day. Or every day. <laughs> you do this so bad. It's been a long 
Eight years? Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Oh, dang. Siete and a half. Fuck. That's a it's lot. It's been a while. <laughs> I, mean, I know. Definitely been a while. I don't remember most of it. Um, but Which is good. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, fuck the pain. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. I wouldn't do it again. Um, but, you know. Would you recommend? Yes. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Don't do it. Not worth it. We need to be grateful to people like Joanka because Joanka was was one of the first the first people to attend during COVID and stuff. So super proud to see her here healthy and everything. But okay, it's it's like a dark past that you don't want to think about. Un poquito de color, sí. Sí, dang, it's a lot. Pero que bueno, I'm so glad you guys are here today. I'm really excited to talk about this book because it's been a long time since I, we, Joanka and I were just talking about it before Grecia joined us. Um, um, it's been a long time since I read like a book for fun like this. I mean, not saying that our book for Things Fall Apart that we read for this episode, I mean, for, for the podcast. And if you haven't, go listen to Things Fall Apart's episode. Though, yeah, I don't remember what episode it is, but go look for it or I'll put it in the show notes. It's fine. I'm going to put it right here. Uh, fall Apart episode. Um, and uh, it just, this one was like way longer than Things Fall Apart. Things Fall Apart era como 200 páginas. Um, and so in this one, like, for for our Patreon supporters, if you're not a Patreon supporter, you should definitely <laughs> consider being a Patreon if you want to see our beautiful faces. And the book I'm holding currently, ¿cuántas páginas tiene esta cosa? It's like 400 and... It's 400 and something. Yeah, 400. And it's 100, 100,000 something words. Chingos. Um, so before the acknowledgments, because I also read the acknowledgments, then you can later the acknowledgments. It's, it's 485 pages. Um, but for today's episode, we're only going to talk about the first uh, two parts of the book. Um, not going to too much detail. Uh, usually these episodes are full on like spoiler. Uh, but because it is a really long book, y no queremos que like nobody gets dissuaded from like not reading it, because it's definitely worth it. Like, Y'all, see, not if, if you're having like trouble with reading and stuff, and you got other stuff, or you just can't put yourself in front of a book, I will add the links to the to the audiobooks that I used. The only really the reason que pude like just completely finish all of this is that I while I was driving from Mexico to where I live, like I was able to read like half of the book, and then oh, when I listen to half of the book, and and the person. Uh, doing the audiobook was so good, um, super vividly. Pero me di cuenta that I read a lot faster than the lady from the audiobook, and so like I when I whenever I would have the the book, I was reading, uh, I was going past a lot more stuff than she was. But it was still a really really good, really good audiobook. So I'm gonna add it to the to the show notes. So if you guys want to go ahead and and give it a listen, it's really worth it. Um, but anyway, as I was saying, um, it's been a long time, um, and I have a thing with books. Pero antes de que empiece to talk about, like, why I liked it, I want y'all to tell me about maybe why you chose this book and, like, uh, why you thought, oh, bueno, 
Este, déjame leo primero. Because usually what we do is we read like a week, the, our handy dandy Wikipedia to tell us a little bit about the book. And then I'll, I'll ask you guys start thinking about like what you want to say about how, why you chose the book or like what, what was so interesting about it and stuff uh, for you. Y luego we can start like discussing a little bit about the story. Entonces, piénsenle, piénsenle. Uh, but while I pull out my Wikipedia page, so Pachinko is the second novel by Korean-American author Min Jin Lee, published in 2017. Pachinko is an epic historical fiction novel following a Korean family that immigrates to Japan. The character-driven story features an assemble of characters who encounter racism, stereotyping, and other aspects of the 20th century Korean experience of Japan. Pachinko was a 2017 finalist for the National Book Award for Fiction. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Eso no importa. But the important thing is that um, it, Apple TV is producing television adaptation of the novel that will be released in 2022, which is hopefully if this gets released in March 25th, tomorrow or oh no, today, right? Today, they don't over like something like that. I looked it up. Uh, so it turns out like it, some around this time where this gets released, we're going to have a series, a live action series of this book. Sorry. Um, no, the, trailer, no. the trailer came out. We're recording this in February, so you know, just for reference, the trailer came out today. Well, I guess last night. Last it night. came out. The trailer came out. What? Lo voy a poner en los show notes. Trailer. We're gonna watch three days, hecho. Three days. It's been out for three days. Trailer for Pachinko. Okay. Yeah. I think I really, I really want to watch it. Like after this, I'm really curious. Como le van a hacer? Like to to like have the essence of the book in it and like how they're gonna distribute it and like whether they're gonna take as much time as the author of this book took to make sure that everything was, uh, you know, culturally and, you know, language relevant, o sea, como que really representative. Entonces, I'm really, 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 really interested to see how like that turns out. Pero bueno, este, I think, I'm going to leave it at that. Y luego, now let's talk about, uh, como Grecia, digo, Yovanka fue primero last time, we're going to have Grecia talk about, like, why you chose. Si, no me hagas esas caras. She making faces at me. Why did you decide, why did you pick this book? Or was it just because the series, well, the live action was going to come out? Okay, pero. Well, I, when you suggested, like, we should review something, I think I had just read on Twitter that it was gonna come out. So I was like, oh, Pachinko. And then I have also read it before, not completely, but like part of it. So I'm like, oh, it wouldn't be like so hard to like start a brand new book and finish it, right? Um, I have some background information for it. Um, we started, I don't know, I don't remember if we bought it at the same time or Joanka bought it first and then she was like, read it. And I read it. I think it was like that um back in when we were in college a long time ago um like in 2018 something before the pandemic everything's a blur um, <laughs> and i really liked that i i finished the first back then i finished the first like insert of the book i guess there's like three parts of it like the first part and oh, this just gave me the opportunity to continue with the reading Uh, without like bringing up excuses of I don't have time or things like that. 
Um, and I just think it's good. It's been a long, a long time since an actual book made me cry. And I really appreciate that of a book. It, 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 it gets to my emotions. Okay, Yoranka. So if you haven't guessed it, we all love like Asian things and <laughs> <laughs> wow. it's like, no, it's like just completely it's on, on you know, like um and more or less like a K drama. So I feel like that's where it got us. Um if you've ever watched a K drama, they have so many things going on on just one episode and you you always get that um, reaction like what the heck that was just one hour and so much happened and like what is going on and I feel like uh, that's the Asian content that we appreciate and love um, Mexican telenovelas they just have like 400 episodes and not that many things going on and it's so much more different um, it did happen like Grecia said I did find it first I was talking to Michelle about that I think I found like a little Target book club um, sticker on it and I and I it called my attention so I read the um, little what's it called um, I don't know what it's called the back part pues. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it had just like that little k-drama summary and I don't know it was kind of interesting and I took I picked it up um, It was such a light read at the beginning, Beginning, even though it's also at the same time a kind of tough read, you know, but it was also kind of a, a light read. Um, so, so many things go on. It's, uh, I guess we'll talk about that in a, in a little while. I won't get too much into it, but um, the way it is written, it's also very interesting. And I really liked it. And I, I told Grecia, I was like, you should go to Target and buy this book. And she was like, okay, yeah, I should go to Target and buy this book. Sounds <laughs> like you bought it. Um, it was so interesting. I don't know what I told her, but she went and she was like, yes, I got it. I, I'm really, really like it. And I was like, I know. And my book has even yellowed and has those little weird splotchy brown spots on it it's, it's kind of disgusting actually um, <laughs> but it's, it's a very old book I bought it just when it came out it wasn't um no I do think it says something like book of the year um it had been a, a while um a lot of my friends that I wanted them to read they don't know English so I I looked up the Spanish version of it and I think it even took a couple of years before it came out. Um, wow. So I couldn't get them to read it or I couldn't get them hooked because there was no translation, not even, you know, like fan made translations. So Same. that really um, deterred me a little bit from the book. Um, like I said, K-dramas always have that uh, horrible, horrible scenes that you don't want to relive, relive. I don't know how you say relive. it. Um, <laughs> And I I remember the pain <laughs> because like Michelle said, we're just gonna talk about book one and two. And book two ends in such horrible pain. And I I don't know if school came about or whatever, and we stopped reading it there, both of us, Grecia, Grecia and I. And <laughs> so we're just like trying to feel that pain again. Voluntarily. <laughs> I remember when you finished that part. I was like, you know what? It's time to go. Like, this was a book. And it's, we bought it like in 2017, maybe 2018. And we, we stopped, we, we've stopped since then from reading it. So it's been like four years and we still haven't had, um, you know, the courage to start again. So you can only imagine how much pain it is. 
Yeah, it happens. It happens a lot. Like, oh, bueno, a mí me pasa también con libros, uh, like with book, with series, movies, así, like stuff that I just stop. And I'm like, nah, I, I'm done. De no, que ya. I too watch too many. I've got enough going on. I can't do this right now. Yeah, yeah I got my own personal pain. <laughs> I've like, it happened one too many times that I start a drama and I'm just, and I get to that part where it's just like everyone is in, in every, everything is going bad and I stop. And I never finish them. But with this book, it was, it was, I feel like it, it, it's not like if you've never read a book, I don't think you should read this book as your first book. Because, first of all, it's a yeah. really long one. And um, if you're not like a vocabulary person, like some things might throw you off. Um, but it's definitely a good read. Um, so, read one book and then get this one started. It's definitely sí, bueno. Also, um, I am, like, a super fan of, like, zombie things. And I remember there's this series in Netflix um, called Kingdom. And I recommended it to somebody. And they were like, I wasn't digging it. And I think it's because it was a historical kind of K-drama at the same time. So I think there's something interesting about this book that it's historical and fiction. And if you're not into history and stuff like that, I don't think it's going to be your kind of book. So a lot of it starts in I think 1932 or something like that. Um, well, the main story. So um, where you know the whole drama starts. I think it's 1932. So Yeah. So you can only imagine what's going to happen in the next couple of years. And there's a lot of um, progress in society, progress in you know industry and stuff like that. So it does get into a. A per, just not too many details but some of them and I know for a fact some people won't like that so it you also have to take into consideration that same y de hecho that's a really good um what's it called transition a lo que de lo que yo iba a hablar that the reason I like this book is specifically because of that I'm a very big fan of historical uh like fiction um porque It like people don't want to know about like the real thing porque most people avoid avoid like real life genocide and real life war and I mean we can see it in today with what's going on with Ukraine a lot of people are making jokes out of it or sea, they they like taking it lightly because that's like our human nature trying to avoid the bad things that could happen. Entonces, I really think, I think like this, this book, um, oh, bueno, I'm a historical junkie. I'm a nerd to a lot of like levels. Creo que estuve hablando de esto con Giovanka once and I was like, uh, I'm like a whole other level, level of nerd that my friend, Grace and Giovanka didn't expect me to become or be. <laughs> and for y'all listening, like I, Do, like I play games that are considered nerdy and like I do all of this other stuff that's super dirty pero más que nada because I love like the historical attachment and like it no sé como que sociology part of it todo todo like to me everything's a learning experience and so uh this book Uh, while I was reading it it gave me like a a feel for another book that I had read when I was in Korea is um that I might have mentioned in the podcast at some point, but I really don't remember if I did. Um, and I might have mentioned it to y'all about it, pero no me acuerdo si lo hice. That's called Lost, Na uh, Lost Names. 
and it's and it's a book about um, a Korean um, a, a Korean boy, like a tale of a Korean boy who um, who's do this is also during the Second World War, but he stays in Korea, and his whole family like he he gets to like sent to internment camps. Um, and uh, like a lot, a lot of Korean people have to lose their Korean last names because, and they want Japanese to like to be their main thing. And so, it's como, it's very similar to what I don't want to spoil the book, but it's basically part of what's going on, like at the same time as Pachinko, but in Korea. Entonces, it's like when I was reading Pachinko, and I go, okay, oh my god, like, just making all those, like, connections and stuff, it was so good, and especially, like, when I was in Korea, I read a lot about, um, or, uh, about the history, I went to the museums, and all this stuff, and so, like, the stuff that we're talking in Pachinko, I was like, I remember this, like, I remember I was there, like, they mentioned the emperor that created the, um, the Hangul, like, the Korean language, at some point, um, oh, creo que that's on the third part, but I'm not going to say anything more about that. But basically, like, they mention, they make a mention of that emperor. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember going to the museum and learned about, like, this emperor that created the Hangul, that created Hangul for the Koreans. And because they didn't have, like, an actual, um, what's alphabet. they didn't have, alphabet, uh-huh. Entonces, it was just, like, so... <sighs> Entonces, me encanta. I really like making those sort of connections, and that's why I really I I like non I like fiction. I like reading yeah. fiction, but when it has a lot, when it has to do with historical like facts, I get more immersed in it. Um, and and I think it's like easier for people to relate to stuff like that sometimes than to think, oh, this really happened to somebody. Because then, but we also have like stuff that where they ban books and stuff because of of stuff like this do you know like anna frank got banned in schools and like in the united states and like a bunch of other books about like nazi germany or like things that talked about genocide or about the penguins they banned the book about the two male penguins who adopted a penguin to take care of it. like it, it's so outrageous you know like how much like this book Pachinko and like a bunch of other ones talk about the silences of people's like history and culture and language. Entonces, this book is amazing. Like, if definitely not a first read, <laughs> this should not be your first read. But I do encourage everybody that listens to this to at some point, like maybe not throw the whole book at once because it is almost 500 pages, uh, but maybe just read book one. Porque creo que cada libro está separado por, like, what? Like, 200 pages? It, or, like, 150 pages or so? Más o menos. So you could definitely, like, just shoot for the first, for the first, um, um, ¿cómo se llama? For the first book. And also the first book is just easier to read. Yeah, it's a lot easier because it doesn't really, like, it is settled in the, his, like, in the history while, creo que es, hap, mm, no, Corea is, like, fighting between north and south like it's not separated yet but there's like some mm, some stuff happening there like japan is is colonized like, see yeah. japan colonized korea um and they were trying to take 
like they were doing that. And then it got worse during World War II, which happens in, in book two, uh, like what's going on during World War II. Entonces, like all of that stuff is just so amazing to me. Um, pero bueno, uh, I'm gonna stop fangirling as a history junkie. Uh, <laughs> eh, I don't know everything, but it's just like, I really like learn, knowing stuff. Pero quieren hablar algo un poquito más de eso before we start talking about book one? Or you want, want to add anything? Or you're like, yeah, let's start. I didn't notice that I like the book of like the history aspect of it, but you mentioned it. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. My dad, my dad uh, has always, since I was born and I can remember, He's always loved history a lot. He just sits and watch History Channel the whole day yeah. if he could. Um, and my brother and I picked that up. So we're just, I guess, naturally like history or like when stuff are happening in the world. And we're like, oh, that's probably going to be history. So we learned a little bit about it. Um, and I guess I, I didn't even realize that it was kind of like, oh, it's also history related, even though it's all of it. But yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm just kind of... All right. Um, so let's see who wants to start first. Yovanka, you can go first. Uh, para hablar like about book one. So book one, book one, and in quiero acordarme. In ta, 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 ta. Almost there, sorry, y'all. It starts with um, if, when she leaves. Uh, no. Where are you looking yes. for? Yes. Uh, cuando no se acaba. Pero it, it turned, se acaba, book one se acaba cuando nace Noah. Entonces, she's already, she's already in Japan. Um, Sanja, Sanja ya está en Japón. And, and Noah was just born. Entonces, I, I have like a few, como que, I talk more broadly about the book in the sense of, como que, este, like topics, like, pero primero quiero saber, like, what did you think about, like, the, that first thing generally, like, that first part of the book generally. Entonces, si quieres decir eso, yeah, yeah, you can go ahead. Okay, so um, the first book basically starts off with this very, um, well, not too poor, but enough to get by, maybe eat a couple times a day. Um, they live with day-by-day -day money, and they end up having this child that I think a couple of times they call him deformed. He has a cleft palate and um, a club foot. And they really don't expect him to have a wife, but they end up getting her a wife, getting him a wife. And he is such an amazing father. And even though he, as a person, only appears, I think, for the first like five pages, Sunja, his daughter, um, his fourth daughter, that and the only one that survived, she remembers him every time she can. And you even consider him your father by the way she talks about him or thinks about him and um the first book is just you know the beginning of a complete butterfly effect um she falls in love with uh kohansu which is this new rich um 
what is it like uh i, I don't remember what what he does like for a fact like he, like he was he like was, a, he did like construction or oh, like in japan or was in charge or something like that he buys fish from fishermen and yeah. he like resells it and seriously um, yeah yeah but apparently it makes a lot of money and he's this very clean um gorgeous man um, almost passes off as japanese even though they're in uh an island a little bit uh, far away from Busan. And Sunja is this 16 year old. Apparently, she's, and I do remember this word, plump. They would describe her as a very plump young woman. And that was a very plump. interesting choice of words. Um, basically, he woos her in love. But it's not just her. I really like the way Minjin Lee wrote it. it. It was you as well. It A couple of times when you read that first book, and even though their romance, I think, is only summarized in like 20 pages, it makes you get flustered. It makes you feel like what she would feel. And you could definitely notice that adoration and admiration a 16 year old would have for a 34 year old um who by the way is two years younger than sunja's mother um and i don't know i really i think from the first book the thing that really stuck by me even though it's i think within the first 30, 50 pages was the romance even though it was like really quick and i don't know it just made sense and the way the author wrote it it just you don't you don't hate him like even though he's he's an asshole you, you don't hate him like it makes sense it you honestly understand why he can't be with her i mean could be the wife and the three children in japan but not just that <laughs> um and you do understand and you do feel the love he has for her but sunja always has her dad present her dad who was devoted to her and her dad who loved her and she then understands after she gets pregnant that she should get a man who could love her just as her father did even though he had nothing even though he was deformed as they like to say um so that was what stuck with me the most in the first book and that's what i i've been living off of you know just that's what i daydream about almost junkie talking to you yeah um <laughs> and as for the series uh, Lee Minho is the one who's gonna play kohansu and it just makes so much sense if you like k-drama you know who he is and it just makes so much sense like yes Yes, cheat on me. Like, oh no, my god, cheat on me and try to win me back again. Literally, no, cheat on me. <laughs> but yeah, I know. Bueno, que te like from the first part. I think if you don't read the synopsis of the book, um, because I didn't read it, I didn't read the synopsis. Fue como que, let's just go ahead. You don't really know where the story is going at the beginning because there's so many like characters being introduced. I remember at the beginning I was like, "Oh, it's probably gonna be about his like her dad." What's his name? Um, remind me. Papa Huni. Huni. Yeah. So I I thought like, "Oh, the story is gonna be about him, right?" Because it's like, "Oh, he's born," and you think you're gonna see him grow up and like struggle with life and everything. But I, I really liked the the 
other like made him very hardworking. He was never he was never discouraged by by how people like saw him because his parents also really loved him. Um, they never made him feel not to feel less, I guess it's a good word, but like um they were like, oh he's gonna be like one day we're gonna be dead and he's gonna stay alive. We need to like we need to teach him how to survive. And um when he meets his wife, I'm like, at first of all, I was very disturbed, but I'm like, you know what? It's like those times where I guess that wasn't normal because I think he was 28 at the time or 27 when he met his wife and she was what, 15, I'm pretty sure. And um, when the story happened, like the actual story story starts with uh, Sonja, um, like Joanka said, uh this guy i always forget the names i'm not good with names i should have kansu. kansu um he you're just like immediately immediately obsessed with him like they're because they describe him as this perfect guy like besides every other man he's so polished and so he has money he's like money first of all he's like he's got he's gonna get me out of here um but you're just immediately like obsessed right and you're expecting so much you're expecting i was expecting like this kind of romance between them escaping korea uh, like escaping war and he taking her to like japan um that's certainly not what happened um but in a way in a way (laughs) not how we all not at least how i imagine it right (laughs) um because it truly is a story like a uh, the story of a family like going through changes mm-hmm. um, it's not really about like the romans but i just guess like it's everything together um i, I really like that it's just I, that that's what i have to say about it it's so interesting that you guys say that because i didn't i as soon as i i saw like oh and i'm okay they introduced the character i was like something's fishy about this dude i was like the complete opposite <laughs> I mean, that's like, oh, okay. you're still, but you're Come still on. like obsessed with him. We watch K drama, so we're like obsessed with the bad boy or whatever. Like when I, I remember, because I started listening to the book right while I was driving. And so I like, I was imagining probably not good that I'm like uh, driving and listening to something, but it kept me awake. Um, así que. I remember like when they first introduced Kohansu and I was like some like this guy seems like too good to be true. Y aparte like at the beginning when Kohansu comes out um he oh bueno pero antes de entrar a eso like I really wanted to mention like um porque ustedes I mean you already heard like twice from Grecia and Yovanka about like how the story is, right? But what I like looked into a lot was like the traditions, o sea, como que, like, the stuff about, like, having to find a wife and, like, having to buy, basically, for your wife, um, per, um, and, like, what um, Huni's family had to pay so that they could have, so that uh, Sonja's mom, que no me acuerdo como se llama, este, had to, like, you know, move in with them. Yunjin? Yunjin. Yunjin, Um Entonces, it it's just like thinking about uh well in the whole 
crossfield book Eugene yeah um how stuff starts changing or como que, like for example Huni would treat Sunja differently and how a lot of Sunja's character came from her dad and and because her mom too but it I feel like a lot of like the respect she had for herself um came from her dad too even though he died like later on um and it in that whole thing of like being appreciative of her work and you know respecting herself and stuff and how like while she was going um out with um Hansu, like I, um, not telling anybody else like she would think about her dad a lot and saying like oh he's probably not going to be proud or like my my dad told me all the time to respect myself and I'm not doing that and blah blah, blah and so on and honestly cuando primero cuando lo pusieron primero like when he came out in the story I thought like they were eyeing him like for Sonja's mom like así lo vi yo primero like when when Sonja's like hey look mom or something and then Sonja Sonja's mom uh Youngjin was like sabes que like ugh no why do I want that or whatever and so it's so interesting that like after that um porque no sé si se acuerdan hay un pedazo like at the beginning where where they first like talk to each other with the market lady and then the market lady like mentions Sanja's mom like she doesn't talk about Sanja she's like oh doesn't your mom own all of this stuff and like oh doesn't like what does your mom do and so whenever that was being introduced at first i was like oh so is he trying to get his attention through the mom or for the mom or is like what's going on but then the dude started like Hansu started like paying more attention to her and and at first I I thought it was super creepy porque era como que you're my little girl I'm your brother and I was like that's just so creepy to me right but of course they they have other cultures right where they call like oh opa and I was like oh <laughs> opa <laughs> so cringy but I could definitely see where things were going and it was just like a lot to kind of like the devotion yeah, uh, between her to her dad and then kind of like seeing this person who like completely went against everything like maybe that she probably would have wanted for herself and how like that like Joanka said like started the butterfly effect right entonces it's really interesting um how all of those traditions and devotion and stuff like played a big part in Sanja's like upbringing and like what ended up happening afterwards. Pero bueno, fast forward, unless Grecia and Joanka want to add something. I do. It's very interesting that you thought it was for the mom. Es que nunca has estado al lado de un viejo cochino, entonces. Este, do you see estado al lado de un viejo cochino? Pero simplemente... Un viejo cochino libidinoso que te quiere... Que quiere este, because those kinds of questions, like, they will not... They don't care. Like, it just as if you talk, that's enough. They're like, I don't care if I even have to ask about their dad. Like, I'll do it. Like, it just to get them bed. But I mean, I, it's an interesting point of view. Like, lo hayas visto así. Sí, lo vi así primero. Like, when she, porque el, la forma en la que lo describen, at the, like, when he first gets, like, ¿cómo se llama? Introduced. Es algo sobre, like, them eyeing, like, the mom and her eyeing her. 
en, en Sonja, la forma en la que yo lo vi primero fue como que Sonja se le estaba quedando viendo en that, like, in that way. And then suddenly it turned to love for me. O sea, yo no lo vi desde un principio, no lo vi así como que she was going to fall in love, like, right away. Of course, I saw it later because the, the dude's intentions were clearly to have sex with her at some point. Pero no sé, como que, no sentí como que Sanja, like, loved him at the beginning. It, it kind of, like, grew out of him being there for her and, like, having conversations about, like, the mundane stuff of her life y cosas así. Entonces, por eso fue que, like, later on, I was like, I can see this growing into, like, romantic love and not like uh respect type of love um yeah i think sanja's way of loving people is more or less like devotion like it's it comes from devotion from her to them mm -hmm. and then you know just giving a little bit of love or a little bit of respect i think um that's where where she connects her devotion and respect to love she transforms it every relationship she has with a man during the book it comes off of that It never starts, you know, like actual try actually trying to know each other. It's more or less like he does something for me. She thinks, you know, this is love and this is what love is supposed to be. But it it makes sense because even though it was those times where you have to marry off young, she's still a kid. Lo conoció el mismo año. O sea, y fueron seis meses después de que se embarazó. Yeah, she started off with yeah. Hanso in June and by November she was already pregnant. Sí. Yeah. Sí, entonces, bueno, fast forward, right? Uh, Sanja gets pregnant. Uh, Hansu tells her that he has a family in Japan. Ah, porque Hansu no vivía with in, in Busan, like he, oh, like uh, where she lived. He'd only like come for the fish and stuff market. Um, but he was actually from Japan and that's why he had a lot of money. And turns out the dude, uh, Yongdo, yeah, a Yongdo, um, and the dude has whole family, three kids. Um, and Sanja, uh, you know, says like, oh, well, no, I don't want, which is really interesting. O sea, lo que termina pasando, verdad, después. But, you know, Hansu, honestly, the dude loved her. Like, he honestly loved her. It was just like a really bad circumstances that he had a child, like three children and a wife. But, obviamente, like, at this time, I feel like Hansu wasn't like, really really involved in all the like yakuza stuff but in a way he was porque era, el, era el, the father of the wife or something like the father of the wife was in charge of like some dirty shit and that's is he uh something happens right but that's fast forwarding a lot of stuff but es que you know they couldn't be together or at least they could hansu promised you know he would take care of her and the child and stuff because he couldn't Uh, give her a home, yeah, uh, and because, you know, he couldn't make her her wife in Japan, but could make her a wife in Korea. It was so, like, interesting the way that they 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 put it um, because of how, like, um, well, not interesting, but just, like, very sad 
honestly, mostly, uh, about like the whole circumstances and the stuff that these people had to do in order to survive. Um, and most of it came off of marriages. Um, I think uh, I, can I interrupt you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, when Whenever this happens and she's like, oh, like she was so happy about being pregnant, right? Like mm-hmm. from the man of her dreams and she's like, he's gonna be like, okay, let's get married, whatever. And then he comes up like, oh, I have a family, like this cannot happen. I wanna really, I guess with future events that happen in the book, how she like, she's like, you know what? Like, if you have a family, like I cannot be with you. I'm not gonna be the second wife or or your mistress, right? On the side mm-hmm. with a kid. And, and it's just like, it goes back to her dad. I think like everything that, everything that she feels, like her emotions and how much respect she has throughout the whole book or at least up to where I read it always goes back to her dad like you can see that back and forth of how she feels and like oh what would my dad think you know if he were alive like she was great like Sancha's mom was good and she was like super hardworking and stuff o sea, se mataba, like really to take care of everybody because she was giving her the chance to you know to work and stuff because her family didn't have anything entonces you know, you could see that that sort of devotion to from the mom, but in a like a lot more traditional way because Sancha was traditional. But of course, her mom was a lot more traditional than she was. Así como like our families are like we tend to lose part of our traditions because either they're just like bad in a way to other people or just in general, like, you know, people create their own traditions eventually. Pero definitivamente, like, I can, I can definitely see that. Pero bueno, let's move a little bit more porque estoy bien. I'm trying to make sure, like, we can talk about both parts of the book. Pero bueno, fast forward, right? Um, Sanjay gets pregnant. Hansu, like, she says, you know, Hansu, I'm sorry, fuck you. Um, because I actually wanted to be with you. I'm so hurt and feel betrayed. Which she has her whole right to feel betrayed. Um, even though the dude loved her. Uh, it just couldn't work. Entonces... Hansu disappears, or well, like at least they stop talking. Isaac comes into the picture. Isaac turns out that he's a oh yeah. They Sanja and her mom tenían a boarding house. They had a boarding house uh, for the for the uh, what's it called for the fishermen. And so one apparently at some point Isaac's older brother had stayed there and met Sanja's dad and all this stuff. Um, and that's how they meet Isaac. Isaac. Um, that later becomes Sanja, uh, Sanja's wife, I mean, wife, oi, uh, Sanja's husband, uh, he's a minister, um, he's one of the new, like, the first people in, like, I think in Korea and Japan who become, like, who brings Christianity and stuff like that to, to, like, um, that part of Asia, um, it, pero eran presbíteros or something like it's Christianity, but it's a, like another denomination. I don't remember which one it is, uh, but a lot of the stuff that they talked about, I was like, oh, I'm familiar with some of this stuff. Um, and he decides, you know, you got uh, he gets really sick. He almost dies from tuberculosis. See, tuberculosis. Um, Sanja and her mom take care of him. Um, he finds out about Sanja feeling. Um, I mean, sorry, being pregnant and stuff. And he says, you know what? I don't know how much I'm going to live. So I'm going to take care 
uh, I'm going to do what I can and give a name to this this uh, boy because he doesn't have, you know, that he's going to be ostracized. He's going to be all this stuff. And, and it's so sad. You know, it's so sad. This man, what he did, you know, and what ends up happening later on because of those decisions. Um, like so much good comes out of it. And it's it's a uh, it's amazing like what a person can do, you know, for other people. And como que Isaac, a mí me encantó. Oh, like you guys liked Hansu, but I really liked Isaac. Isaac was like just. But a hundred percent. Like we're not de- we're not demeaning his actions or how amazing he was by any means. <laughs> just talking in order. <laughs> he, he hadn't been still talked about. That's why we haven't wooed over him. But, but we're, um, still, no, go woo. Wait, no. Isaac, Isaac marries uh um como se llama? Marries uh, Sanja and they leave to Japan porque él se iba a ir después de que se sintiera mejor from being sick, right? Uh, so they moved to Japan, um, to Osaka? No. Yeah, he gets a job offer. Yeah, he gets a job offer in Osaka to uh, to be a pastor. Um, moves in with Joseph, um, Joseph. that is Zach's brother. Yeah, Joseph. Um, porque it's supposed to be Jose, no? Joseph, pero in Korean uh, pronunciation. Uh, Joseph. Um, and they move with Kyungji and Joseph, Joseph, que son their husband and wife, and their uh, Kyungji, like they're so uh, Kyungji, amazing. Uh, uh, definitely one of the, like Kyungji was like uh, one of my favorite characters. She's so cute, like she's so nice and stuff. Like it was so sad. Like I feel like a lot of stuff here is sad. Okay, I'm sorry, <laughs> but like just. Mucha de situación, like, was sad. Um, but anyway, let's move to Sanja. Eventually, you know, has a, uh, Noah's born while they arrived to Japan and stuff. Uh, Noah is San, uh, Hansu's son, um, but now has the last name of Isaac Beck. And so all of this stuff happens. Now let's give, we talked a lot about book one, but... It's because it, it was like really important because I think, like we said, it it it's a butterfly effect to everything else. And so let um, Grecia habías dicho what was your impression of book one. So let's say Yovanka, what was your impression of book two? Dale, dale, tú. ¿Por qué? I started off. It's Grecia's turn. I started book one. Ah, uh, tú empezaste book one. Yeah. Oh, bueno, dale. Bye. I said I was going to get away with it. Um, for book two, I thought, um, I knew that that's when, like, things were going to start to really go bad. Because I'm like, there is no way they're going to be poor in a country that literally hates them. And things are going to go right. You know? So, um And I think it's, um, I find it very funny when you're talking about um, Kyunjin, Kyunjin, right? That's her name. Kyunjin. Okay. It's really funny because um, when when I was reading, because I read summaries to find where I was at at the book. And it's funny because Joseph tells her like, oh, you know what? Like, don't trust her completely because this is what happened with her. Like, she's pregnant with like another man's baby. Um have some reservations and then they immediately become best friends 
Mm-hmm. And I think like that speaks so much of her character. She's so cute and so nice and such, just such a good person. I feel like um it talks about like how she was of like a higher class in Korea. I get well, it's something important to mention. Uh the uh Joseph, uh his brother Isaac. Ha- yeah, Isaac and Kenjin come from high class in Korea. They all three of them were high class. So that's I that's why they had money beforehand. Um and he comes they talk about how Isaac was like so well dressed and so manner also when he came to the to the to the fisherman's house, right? And it it just speaks a lot of character, I think, when they said like she was so used to having servants and then she just became a housewife and she can't have children but she's still such a great person even though back then like having children is literally all you were good for mm-hmm. and she, she's just so good i love her she's amazing um but yeah i knew this is where things were gonna go bad really really bad Dale, yeah, yeah. the thing is just you know, um, transitioning to book two, um, you meet Kyung Hee, and honestly, she's the most memorable. She's this amazing woman, um, just in all the all all the ways. You know, as a wife, as a as she presents herself to Sonja, we are sisters now, and we will forever be sisters. And I think I I might have just got a few drops of tears, you know, there, because that was so nice. Sonja had never had an actual sibling, and she came from being humiliated by the pastor who married um, Isaac and her. And he was such a dick. <laughs> um, and it, of course he had to, but it, everybody thoughts or well, everybody thinks Sonja's a, a whore, even though they mention a lot. She doesn't speak like one. She doesn't move like one, but she's a harlot. And they call her a whore, harlot, um, a skank. I don't remember if they call her a skank. I don't think so. Um, they call her so many things and she finally meets someone who knows where she comes from and calls her sister and i think that was so nice for her such a good change isaac has been trying to defend her but he has to also be a pastor um in book two things do go downhill because it is a new life in a place like grecia said everybody hates them and sunja is as Korean as they as they go um, mm. when starts off there. Um, they're kind of they start off with very little, so they can't dress to deceive. Um, what Joseph does and what Isaac also does is wear these expensive Western style suits, which make them maybe look a little bit Japanese. Um, Joseph, as long as he doesn't talk, he does he does seem Japanese, but he has this. Korean Japanese accent so um he gets a little bit mistreated then um I think Isaac has better Japanese so he can like go off you know um book two is where World War II is mentioned so I do think that's where it it takes a complete turn with the whole history you know details um also there is um there were a couple of Koreans that were trying to fight back Japanese domain in Korea and also all of the discrimination. And it 
does involve politics and also religion. A lot of those who were fighting back were Christians. So Yoseb, as soon as Isa comes the first night, he's like, don't get into politics. But Isaac was getting into, was thinking about getting into politics, but he was so weak. He had tuberculosis two years ago and, and like two months ago. So mm, he really doesn't have much to lose, but he does now have a wife. He does now have a child that he promised to love as his own. And spoiler alert, he does love as his own. And he, they later on do have a second child because it is only natural. Um, he loves them the same. He just, he's a good father and he's a good patriot and he's just a good guy. Um, all of the, the members of that family, the big family, they're all very, very good people. Um, and Sunja starts growing up. Um, I think there is a part in book two that mentions her looking very old even though she's like 20 something and you can only imagine the hardships she goes through. And I don't know. I, I like that. I like the growth of the characters. I like the little history facts and I do like politics as well. The, they explain just enough for you to understand, but not to get into. Mm -hmm. See, yeah, definitely like, um, Para no irnos más, ¿verdad? Of, like, from that story, because I know Joanca's uh, only got into that to that part. Uh, and so I don't want to spoil the rest. But just, like, an overview of, like, book two, that stuff that she already knows, you know, because um, she wrote before. It, World War II happens, and a lot of bad things. O sea, una de las cosas de las que quería platicar before we ended the episode is just, like, you guys' perspective on, you know, gender roles. Um, like, what did you think? Like, gender roles were, like, huge, huge throughout the whole book. Um, and you can see it with between Kyunghee Kyung and and um, and Joseph. And Joseph. Um, but, I mean, Joseph wasn't a bad person, but, like, those gender roles were just, like, super, like, rooted. Um and then you also have like all the discrimination that they face being foreigners in Japan. Um, and, and then also like, I think one of the things that I liked the most about this book too, was the multi-language, like in all of it, like how they, the book might, we read might've been in English, but they, they inserted words in Korean uh, and inserted words in Japanese and then like would say like if whatever they were talking about was in English too later on and so it's so like so cool to see that too like a multilingual book um, and to talk about all of those things like all that like discrimination and racism against these people who who are literally fleeing because they to the country that's colonizing them and causing a lot of their pain um, but Primero, I think, like, uh, out of everything, no sé si gender roles and, like, sexuality is, like, a big thing, too, later on. Pero que quieran hablar tantito de eso before we, we finish up the episode. Um, something when, uh, when Jonka was saying, when they arrived to Osaka, and Sonji's so Korean, right? She was never ashamed of being Korean. Even they say, like, she arrives in her handbook, and 
throughout like some of the book she can only wear handbags because they can't afford like buying other clothes and so people know she's korean and she's never ashamed she never tried to look japanese or anything but i also think about like gender roles i think it's the first time when she arrives to joseph's house that she actually experiences being a housewife or like the gender role of like a korean woman in a household because before that she had to work she had to work for the family to pay rent to do all these things and for most of her life she grew up without well at this point she's 17 so no most of the life she didn't grow up without her dad but like they never not raised her to be a worker and so she didn't i think gender stereotypes is they only she only really experiences because she's with people that were previously rich uh rich people can't afford to have gender stereotypes um but they couldn't they they had to work women and men equally like yes maybe different roles in working but it was the same amount of effort and then women just had to also like carry a child and be perfect but yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, also, um, it comes up a lot in the part where Jin has to say goodbye to her daughter before she goes off to Osaka, or well, Japan in general. Um, she tells her, you know, like, you are a married woman. This is now your job. You have to satisfy him. You can have sex when you're pregnant. So you will do that if he wants to. You will feed him. You will treat him well because if you don't treat him well, another woman will. And she started off giving a lot of pointers, you know, like, this is your job as a wife now. Not only as a worker, but now you're a wife and you have to commit to him. He is going to be loyal. And even if he isn't loyal, you have to be loyal. And Sunja is like kind of scared off into being a wife. (laughs) Um, I think that's one of the, if you want to read a paragraph where you, you know what gender roles are there, um, I think that's a, a good example. Jung Jin saying goodbye to her daughter, even though she was suffering, because I think before that or after that, she said something like, you are all I have, and now I have nothing. And that's also a reminder, you know, you're just a childbearer, you're nothing more. And I think that's, that's, a good example of what Sunja has to face. Um, Isaac does try to give her m- more credit or more, you know, space, but at the end of the day, Sunja just commits to being that, just like kind of a maid. Sí, me gusta. Like, definitely now, I thought you were going to mention it, but you almost like got to scratch the part that I wanted to mention. Entonces, that's a great transition. Este, that one specific, o sea, si, if you're talking about like a line in specific that represents gender roles in this whole book is women must suffer. Like they say that line so many times throughout the book, you know, women must suffer. Like it is in this life, we must suffer. We must, and, and no hablamos mucho de eso because it comes out later on, but like, the it's it's so interesting how like men suffer in like we're talking about like the stereotypical um binary right um but within the book and it's like men instead of suffering they'd rather die they'd rather kill themselves and so a lot of that happens too like where um women need to live 
live out like they're suffering because it was meant for them to suffer. What whereas a lot of men in this like throughout the book later on, it's like they they rather die instead of the suffering, which I think is like really important. Porque es como que why does and, and that Sanja like throughout the book later on like you know is questions a lot starts questioning all of this stuff but pues ya les muy después verdad um, but I don't want to go into all of that stuff late because uh, I don't want to spoil um, but it is something that's super important to recognize like as um, as traditions go and things like that como like for men you had to give them like respect and loyalty and you had to bear all of that stuff. And even though Isaac tried to recognize, he was wonderful. Like he recognized all her hard work, but because that woman must suffer was so embedded into her tradition and her upbringing that Sunja couldn't help but suffer in silence through all of it, like through it all. Porque she thought that she was meant to suffer and it's something that today it's like fuck that you know like if we think about it like to in today it's uh some traditions might still still be that way like in our like mexican traditions and like some religions even like in christianity sometimes like a lot of women are blamed because of the adam and eve stuff you know also all of that like is really connected at some point and so it's really like i i infuriating like to be honest like a lot of this stuff like i was reading and like hyungi wasn't allowed to work and you know and sanja like try to fight that urge of like wanting to provide because that's all she ever knew um and and it's like that balance of being who you are respecting your traditions being a good quote unquote korean in a foreign co country because no matter what you do, you're going to be called that. Um, but pues, we can't really go into any of the other stuff on discrimination. But I think this is a good, like, conversation about the story. Um, siento como que there's a lot, a lot more in this book that we could talk about. Like, this episode could go two hours. Like, I could definitely go two fucking hours talking about this stuff. Because we could definitely stop here on the story and then just start talking about all the themes that we saw um but i don't want to take more of you guys' time um unless you guys want to talk about it for another like 15 minutes but <laughs> okay i'd be so down um we haven't done like a long episode in a while um entonces i don't know if you guys want to add anything else about the themes like something else that like really struck you aside from the story like what was some other thing that you're like i connected with this theme or i like really saw a connection between this and what I lived through or something. I also has my sociological imagination like at works and I really wanted to talk to you guys about that, but we got so much into the details of the book that I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> so just tell me like a little thing, like I guess one thing that you thought like, oh, this is so me or I saw this somewhere else, no sé. I'm so interested. Even though it's your show and you said just one thing, I'm going to mention quickly too. Um, one is the love language. Um, there's a lot of love going throughout the book. Whether you like it or not, love is everywhere within the pages of, the, of these books. 
you cannot invalidate people's love. At the end of the day, it is love. Even though it's not the one we want, everybody loves different ways. And I think that's very interesting as well. Um, and some people might not see it. Some people who only daydream about love might see it. it it's not, it's not just romantic love. It's a lot of different types of love. And the other... I'll think about it. Wait, I forgot. Go, Grecia. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. Um, something that I wanted to add to something that Michelle said that the book mentions while suffering. There is a line, and this is not a spoiler, but later, later, later on in the book, Kyonji says, like, oh... Why does it like men get to escape their problems? Yeah, like something if something doesn't go their way, they get to escape their problems, and we don't like we have to stay for our husbands for like whatever we are here. And and it's just so weird because throughout the well, still talking about men, like, um, I don't know if this comes up before or after, hmm, but it's like about money, right. Um, I think Joseph is so proud. Huh? Everything's always about money, like in this book. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph is so proud about like being the head of the household and all these things. Mm-hmm. And he prefers to literally die of hunger than than having the women at his house work. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so crazy. So. See, and which this ends up leading him to go to Nagasaki. Uh, I know, in, in, yeah, goes to Nagasaki, right? No, Hiroshima, see. We leads him, end up leading him to go to Nagasaki to work at a factory that later, like we know, a spoiler alert gets bombed, you know? Um, entonces, it's like those, like how those decisions in their general roles, like, had, end up leading him to do that, that sort of stuff. Entonces, it's so like, oh my goodness. Yes. Joseph is actually, like I said, another amazing character. Um, he, not, he, even though he thinks he's like the man of the family or he is the man of the family, um, he also looks for Kyunghee. When he has his accident in Nagasaki, he doesn't die, but he's almost unable or incapable of work and he has to be taken care of. And he just gives up on Kyungi. He doesn't think she should be tied to such a helpless man. And another thing is how much honor plays a role also in the book. Um, he thinks he should always be capable of providing. And in his state, Kyunghee should be a, a free woman. And I think that's another part where love plays. That is a, a certain type of love. Um But yeah, that's it, I think. Yeah, but anyway, we're going to have to wrap this up because it's been a wonderful episode. And like I said, there's so much more. I'd, it'd be so cool. Oh, maybe I could do that for Patreon supporters. Uh, we can we can meet for another episode. Uh, you guys can be there. Um, and we can talk about the themes about the book. Una vez que ya lo termines, uh, Yoanka, and we could just like go full on the on the other stuff. Uh, but that will be for Patreon supporters. So if you want to keep listening to us talk about this amazing book and all the themes and everything that could have been talked about in this episode, uh, 
follow us um subscribe to us there's a, we have the two dollar five dollar and ten dollar plus tiers uh for subscribers um where you could get uh so three days early uh, the episode releases, and you can also see our beautiful faces. Um, and then for patrons who have 10 plus, they can choose what we talk about or become guests. Oh, well, like all patrons can become guests um, in our episodes. But yeah, um, thank you so much, friends, for coming. I really appreciated you. I missed y'all. It's like, so I always tell people who, who listen Oh, well, everybody who listens to our podcast knows that you and I don't really have a lot of time during the week to talk to each other. So this is like our time to be friends. <laughs> and yeah. this, is, this is literally us, the same thing with uh, like for the listeners, like Grecia Yovanka and I don't get to like hang out as often either. Entonces, this is like a very precious time to me to spend time with my friends. Así que muchas gracias, amigos, por estar aquí. Um, do you guys want to share your social media or like something that you guys want uh, the followers to know or like follow you somewhere? Prefiero quedarme fuera de la luz pública. Pero... <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for having us. This is really fun. I was nervous, but thank you um, for thinking that my opinion well our, our opinion was important on this yes um my social media is kind of private yeah. <laughs> um, but maybe later on i'll i'll try and give it out but it's that pretty yeah. easy um i also had a lot of fun um i do like this book even though i didn't have the time to reread it completely but I do recommend it. I know the ending. I'll like it even though I don't know about the ending. So I would 100% recommend it if you want to read something different. Um, mm -hmm. And if you have never seen a K-drama, I think it's a good start as well. I, I mean, why not? Yeah, this is so great. Bueno, y'all can find... Oh, bueno, dale, Grecia. No, no, I think what? it comes out like a March 25, the March drama. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's a good read Apple TV. if you want to start. And Apple TV, yeah. Um, if you want to start also it's Apple TV first like K-drama like that they produce so we'll see how they do and but the first Lee Minho Hollywood role so yeah oh que emoción bueno y'all can find me at Queen Weave with three E's on Queen and three E's on Weave um listen to our episodes every Friday at 3pm um and you can also find me at the with our friends at the Nerdcore uh on their live show sometimes i'm in their patrons um document uh document i mean film reviews uh oh no commentary sorry uh movie commentaries um you can also find me on survivors of flame where i play dnd uh, character luna lembra super cool with geo as as the um, game master um and uh, let me see i think that's it uh do a bunch of shit to be honest too much to be <laughs> too much should be doing should be doing less of my hobby oh yeah i also you can also follow me on twitch as queen weeb also uh i stream playing video games sometimes i just haven't in a while but i i will uh keep playing a lot of zelda games um thank you everyone so much uh remember to be kind to yourself because you're doing the best you can i uh, remember to be kind to others because they're doing the best you, they can um don't burn yourself uh no don't set yourself on fire to keep anybody warm 
Um, that's also very important. Uh, sharing is caring and it makes the world go around. Um, any last words, y'all, before I end? Bye. 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 Okay. Queen Weave out, y'all. Bye. Deuces. <laughs>